0: I'm Mindy, and thanks for stopping into my place. I'm riled up. I am. I haven't been here for a while, but I just had to stop in. I saw this, and I haven't you know I haven't seen anything quite like this since the flat Earthers uh, tried to shoot off their um, <laughs> their rocket. But yes, yes. Have, have any of you heard that uh, Israel had a private lunar lander? Did anyone? I, somewhere along the way, I missed this. I, I don't know why. Seems like it should have been important. Well, never mind that. Let's add another character to this uh, situation. The Arch Mission Foundation. Now, these folks want to put kind of an archive of human beings around the entire solar system to protect, you know, make sure that uh, humanity is known <laughs> if something you know happens here so they they this is their thought their plan well they they came up with this package that would go on the israeli lunar lander okay uh and it's called the lunar library and it came complete with uh dna um uh, the the gentleman here the i don't know if it's a scientist but the but the lead person here at the arch mission was um Spivak. Spivak was the name. And uh, he even put his own DNA on there. 30 million pages of human knowledge, which, after this project, I think we could eliminate... <laughs> we, could probably, <laughs> we could probably cone it down to about two pages of knowledge because this... So, yeah, uh, that and here's the important part. Thousands, thousands of tardigrades. Okay, wait. I know what you're thinking. What's a tardigrade? Tardigrades are the most indestructible little life thingy on our planet. They're microscopic, super teeny, but you can't kill them. No, they can live in the vacuum of space. They can survive temperatures up to 304. I guess they die at 305. I don't know, but up to 304, you're good. Uh, let's see what else can they do? They can live dehydrated, uh, frozen. I think they've known one to live frozen for over 30 years i don't think we were checking them before that so they they just live a lot longer we just don't know um but yeah so dna and 30 million pages of big thoughts and thousands of tardigrades in the lunar library package neatly tucked on the israeli lunar lander that sets the stage as it goes off into space now Spivak clearly indicated that the risks were low and everything should go smoothly. This is all fine and dandy. And that's usually when a sweat should break out under everybody's armpits because upon landing, the lander crashed. (laughs) Yes, it did. You see, uh, there's always a risk. There are risks. Um... The, the lander did not survive, but Spivic is certain due to the trajectory and uh, just the way things that were, were, were there. See, the package was about the size of a DVD, the entire lunar library. And the composition of the package and the trajectory of the crash would indicate with high probability that the, that the only thing that survived was the lunar library. And now thousands upon thousands of tardigrades are all over the lunar surface. <laughs> apparently we we don't know where we don't know why but we we're not even sure of anything but but there is reason to believe that there are thousands of tardigrades now on the moon as i scratch my head and think this through even further uh, they say that you know somebody would have to go and revive them really do we know Do we really understand what we just did and see here is the entire issue that I'm, that I'm moving towards. If there are aliens in this, in our universe, do you think they would touch us with a 20 foot laser, whatever? (laughs) No way. No way. Our solar system, I believe is a huge playground only meant to keep us in. We, we, We go to explore space. What do we do? We start throwing around life forms. We fire DVDs, little DVD packages everywhere. All of our knowledge, everywhere spewed across the the, the solar system. In the oh, and this is called the one bill. What was it called? The billion-year archive? Something? Yeah. So we're going to litter our entire solar system with information and apparently uh, teragrades. Yeah, that's the plan. But nobody ever thought that it would crash, and nobody ever thought that the terragrades would be spewed all over the uh, lunar surface. So, there it is. Life is now on the moon. They could be taking over because we, we well, they think nothing's going on, but do we know? <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. You think that this would squelch Spivix's ideas for the future. You think you would take back a step or two, but no. <laughs> the next crowd crowd-funded project will involve getting people's DNA because there is some DNA in this project, but no, they want more. So you can get involved in the next project and send your DNA off to the moon, where it'll probably crash land. <laughs> now, here's the part, gang. Here's where I need your help. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a way to respond with your voice. I, this, need think and come up with the plan here. I'm going to give you my plan. Aliens land on the moon. Tardigrades somehow Get into their ship. Tardigrades don't work well with aliens. Aliens start to die. And aliens track it back to the DNA that was left near the tardigrades on the moon. Yes. Something along those lines. See this this is a movie in the making. This is beyond this is beyond flat earthers. I didn't think it could get worse, and yes, it has, and it did. <sighs> Spivix Project. Yeah. So, I tell you what. You come up with you come up with your story as to the way this is going to end and if you can find the um the voice button wherever you're listening, go ahead, send it to me. I'll put it together cuz I want to hear all the creative stories on how this tardigrade situation is going to pan out. And there you have it. This this is why we shouldn't. No, I feel like a parent. I really do. Just looking at the world going no, don't. Really? No. Anyway, get a message to me. I'll get it on the air. I'm Indy, and I'll talk to you.